Blog Talk Radio. Polish static. Polish static. Polish static. Polish static. Another national championship heading down to P-Town. But also talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble coming up on Sunday. One of my personal favorite uh, events of the WWE year. Although I haven't watched it uh, in a very long time. But I do like the Royal Rumble concept. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. We'll also be talking about our top ten. Guys that we want to love to see in the Royal Rumble, not necessarily having to be professional wrestlers, uh, but able to also be from history itself. Some guys we'd love to see get in there and mix it up a little bit. How's everybody doing out there? Oh, by the way, let this be a sign.com. Go check it out. How is everybody on the phone? Travis, go tonight. That's well, thank you for asking. Well, Rabbi, well. Oh, Rabbi. Okay. <laughs> that means teacher to you and me. <laughs> uh, do you guys like like Don's pipe bomb there? I like that little pipe bomb. We probably shouldn't <laughs> say pipe bomb, shouldn't we? People get very uh, up in arms nowadays when you say stuff like that. Oh, I see what you mean. PC and all that. PC. Hey, when the heck has the uh, the Fuzz and Travis show ever been PC, y'all? Politically correct. Uh, PC. Yeah, PC or ruled by fear, whichever, whichever. The only PC I believe in is puppy cuteness. Y'all dig? That's true. We got a lot of that running around. A lot of that running around, guys. A lot of that running around. I got Katie Zardus calling my my mom's dog Pizuki on Snapchat. Get, let's get something straight. His name's Polar. He's deaf. And he's one heck of a guy. <laughs> Polar? Are you deaf? 
I'll be honest. He sounds like a Bond villain. He's all these weird characteristics. Polar. He's polar, polar. He's all white, and he's deaf. Oh, oh! You, you want to talk about you want to talk about Bond Bond uh, villains? She's got another dog named Salvatore. I mean, if that's not Italian mob, I don't know what is. <laughs> Maybe that's what your mom did. Uh, and, and I imagine Sal's mom. Sal's mom could be uh, could be uh, Nanny. She's M. Sal Bass, Jerry Bass. He just exchanged one fish for another. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. Done. Onward and upward. I would like to, uh, before we continue and go on to talk about the Royal Rumble, can we discuss the special the special stipulation this year? Uh, I assume everyone's familiar with that. Roman Reigns defending the title in the Rumble match. Yeah, Reigns. he will be participating. And whoever wins the Royal Rumble walks away with the title, correct? Uh, it's how I believe the rules to be. Uh, am I correct, Don? Maybe you can uh, tell me if I'm right or wrong. The last person to win the title at the Rumble was the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Uh, I I defer to you, your good judgment and your good knowledge on that issue, because I do not. I was thinking, I don't know, for some reason someone likened it to Stone Cold. I, I, I don't remember that happening to Stone Cold, but um, I don't well, know. Let it be so. Ric Flair, the last yeah. man to win the Royal Rumble and win the title. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, the title in the so, Rumble. And also, Roman Reigns goes in first. He's the first entrant. So, are they setting – Fuzz, do you believe they're setting it up? Do you think Roman Reigns will go from beginning to end? Not a chance. Really? Not a chance. Why would – I don't understand, though. Why would you give him two title reigns so short-lived? Because they don't know what they're doing. They change their minds all the time. They change change their mind more times than most people change pants. (laughs) That's a lot. Well, the problem is I change pants at least twice a day. Yeah. I mean, you already you already have this guy you're trying to push to try to be the face. His first title reign was five minutes and fifteen seconds. No matter what happens, you can't undo that. Yes. Hey, I'm not going to argue with you here. I'm not going to. Now, argue if he had kept, if he had kept the title then, if he had defended it that night, and then now up until the Royal Rumble he'd been champion, and then he loses, that's fine. But now he has two two extremely short titles. Yes. This is what they do. This is what they do. They're dumb. Now, I'll give them a little credit though. They're, they have had to deal with a lot of injuries this year. This is true, but if you're dealing like, with injuries, the last thing I'd want to do is play hot potato with the belt. Yeah, uh, but it just seems like you're run, like seems like every time they try to get the ball rolling with somebody, something happens to him. Of course, I don't know. It's, that didn't happen to Sheamus though, right? He's not injured. He's still. Yeah, yeah. Somebody help me. Uh, somebody help me out here. How is Sheamus the one guy that doesn't get hurt? <laughs> because the world is a cruel, cruel place. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we've gone on record as saying we're not the biggest John Cena fans in the world, but let's be honest. Over the last year, with his uh, his uh, open challenge, his U.S. Uh, open challenge, U.S. title open challenge, 
Guys put on some really good matches. And over the years, he comes in, in, in the clutch. In, the, in the, the big spot, you can count on a good match from Cena. Sheamus, on the other hand, I can't be – honestly, I can't remember if I've ever seen a Sheamus match where I was like, I enjoyed that. <laughs> to be honest with you. And this well, is the one guy yeah. who doesn't get hurt. He's just don't always me wrong. there. I'm not asking. I do not want Sheamus to get hurt. But it's much like well, you and I are very different, Don. <laughs> it's the Heath Ledger situation. Heath Ledger died at 28 years old, but I'm stuck with Orlando Bloom, and he'll be acting until who knows when. I say it. I say it before. I'll say it again. But it's like it's like they try putting over so many people. They're trying to put over so many people because like their big guys are injured that they they end up putting over no one. Orton's injured. Who else is injured? Cena. Rollins. Rollins. Oh, I forgot about Rollins. That was the worst. That was the worst. Uh, it's a shame. Yeah. It is a shame. It is a shame. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. You look at this roster that they're putting together. Austin Aries just debuted uh, for uh, NXT last night. Okay. You put the you, you look at this roster they got they got coming through here. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, <laughs> I hear Daniel Bryan might be cleared soon. Doc Gallows. Yeah, he, yeah he's been done, back. Carl since, Anderson. He's he's been back right since uh, he hasn't been injured this whole time when he lost the belt. Right, he's been back. Who's that? Da- Daniel Bryan. Well, you got to remember, he, he uh, had to uh, forfeit the title, and then he won the IC belt last year and got injured again. Okay. I was just making sure that I understood correctly that he's not just now coming back from uh, right. he's, when he gave up the belt. Okay. No, he gave up the uh, IC belt, but or lost it or whatever. But Speaking yeah, of uh, all this guy, have you, uh, yeah. have you watched – uh, what cultures, their version. Uh, he he says he books the Royal Rumble basically, the coming Royal Rumble. He does a great job with it, but he also he introduces guys like he has guys like Daniel Bryan making a return. He has uh, let's see what's oh AJ Styles is it AJ Styles. I've I've not seen it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, he he does a really good job booking it. It's very interesting. Have to take a look at that. Yeah. Uh to continue our uh, our uh, our co-topic for the night, hey guys, national champions. It's true. It's Holiday. It's a thing. Celebrate. It's uh, a I thing. feel a little shame because on the last show we had, I didn't express a whole lot of faith in the Crimson Tide. Um, shame on you. Shame and depending on, on when you would have talked to me. During the national championship, I would have told you, you know, I didn't have a lot of faith. So, um, yeah. Let's leave it to Nick yeah, Saban we'll to make record. an onside kick look easy. Yeah, I, I will go on record as saying that I uh, I hate when Alabama gives up 40 points. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I, um I, I'm gonna be honest. You know, watching that game, survive. watching that, watching that game was not the most comfortable. Shoot, not the most comfortable uh, Alabama game that I have ever witnessed. 
by any means. Um, turns out Clemson's really good. Who knew? <laughs> yes. Yes. Who knew? Yes. But, uh, hey, um, I know there's been a lot said about the uh, dirty play by Clemson, but in the uh, show of good sportsmanship, like we always do here on the show, a tip of the cap to the boys in orange. What was the dirty play? Uh, There was some stuff uh, I I know I saw, stepping on players, kicking guys. Uh, Nobody, I don't think anybody on TV made too big of a deal about it, but in the Peterson household, we were aware. We were aware. Some people say Sean Watson is the truth. You are aware? I am aware. Sean Watson is the truth. Um... The best part about Clemson, though, is guess who gets to play him in the first game next year? The Auburn Tigers. Than me. <laughs> oh. Kitty cat. Here, kitty kitty. <laughs> that will be uh... As my main man, Stone Cold Steve Austin, once said, he's going to stomp a mud hole and walk it dry. That's going to get ugly, and I'm not even just talking about the mixture of uniforms, because that's going to be awful, too. I'm not even talking about uh, Gene Chizik's teeth, or the Gus Bus, for that matter. The Gus Bus. The Gus Bus. You don't talk about Gene Chizik. You don't talk about him. You don't talk talk about Gus. Gus Miles (laughs) Ham. Miles, he got my hell of a hand. When you say it like that, it sounds like the title. I will set myself on fire. I never thought I'd come along that. Oh, I'm passing by a street right now, by the way. What a great name. It's called Nava Joe. Somebody had fun with that one. (laughs) That's awesome. N-A-V-A-J-O-E, Nava Joe. Sounds like someone who'd call into our show and just rant about something uh, being in another country. Yeah, my name is Nava Joe. Well, what's your mind, Nava Joe? I'll tell you what's on my mind. If I do, and I win the title. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, uh, I, would love, I would love for someone to call in, an Alvin fan to call in to, uh, what's that guy's name, that show, that sports show? I can't think of his name. What's that sports show? The SEC guy, Paul Feinbaum. Somebody called Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And, does that, and don't call me Shirley. And does that whole that rant about my cane, that'd be fantastic. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> if Alabama does not win the title. <laughs> <laughs> if next day <laughs> retires. Are you doing the cane? Yeah, really? No, I just... No, I'm just... Had to get, what do they call this? Uh, I've been smoking a lot. Need a voice box. Thanks for bringing it up, Paul Feinbaum. Uh, I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Tammy's going to need one of those by the end of, uh, by the end of it all, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, I did want to send a special Ow. shout out. Uh, Fuzz, I know near and dear to your heart is the, uh, yeah. 
is the, the uh, Indian mascots of racist backgrounds. Um, mm-hmm. Do a little historical research into the background of the Trail of Tears out of Georgia, which we can all mm-hmm. blame the wonderful Tennessee president, Andrew Jackson. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, I've told you about the, uh, the, the corner of shame, right? No. Okay, corner of shame. So my cousin is a uh, professor, a college professor, and in her office she has a corner of shame, which includes pictures of the some of the worst people in American history. Uh, yes. In it, in it is a picture of uh, Andrew Jackson and nobody else because he's just the worst. <laughs> Thought that was pretty uh, funny. Well, I said, I said "Who else is in the vein. corner of shame?" And she goes, "No, it's just him. He's the worst." I'm like, "Oh, I get you." In the same vein. Shout out to the Christians in Georgia, or what eventually would become Georgia, who stood up to Andrew Jackson uh, in their in his his, his uh, deportation of them on the Trail of Tears, who were uh, who were sentenced to prison. Hey, right on to them, Joe. So, how the people? Gonna face persecution for doing the right thing sometimes. So I thought I'd bring that up, folks. Jesus didn't okay. promise an easy life. This is just like stuff. When we get on stuff like this, we need a drop of like the choir singing in the background, and then we can just preach on some topic. Instead, we have man. how I could just kill a man. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Being a Christian right now is so frustrating, and it's, it's almost for you know because of uh, young Christians now who um, I don't think are understanding the fact that uh, you don't get the right. It, it is not your right to feel comfortable all the time. Yes. You're going to be humbled. If, you, if this is a life you have chosen, you're going to be humbled. I hate to tell you oh, that, but it's true. Fill the burn. Fill the burn. I don't anyway, know if that's where you're going with that, but that's what comes to mind. What does Bernie Sanders anyway, do this? Bernie Sanders? Fill the burn. Comfort. Sorry, go ahead. Comfort, baby. Comfort. Free, free, free. I did see some Rick and Bubba video the other day, and let me just start off with saying I don't get it. I don't understand uh, who this Rick and Bubba are. Uh, they don't seem to have a lot of talent, but they did send a guy to a Bernie Sanders rally, and he just starts asking people why they like Bernie Sanders. And Travis, you'd be amazed how many people couldn't give a couldn't give a reason. <laughs> Well, that's that's been my experiment on on Facebook this week of of trying to figure out people who can actually tell me why I should vote for their person rather than tell me every reason why I shouldn't be voting for that person. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. Rand Paul, twenty sixteen, folks. Rand Paul. Of getting on the train. He he's a good. I like I like guys who have proven to be honest. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I like guys who uh who want to get out of the Middle East. I like guys who don't want to arm our enemies. 
Call me crazy. But, uh, you know. I'm down with it. I just, I just have preferences. Are you aware that we are arming ISIS? Do you know this? ISIL, whatever you want to call it. Call me after We've been doing it for <laughs> I years. Mean, yeah. Yeah, fastest way to kill these guys or get rid of them, quit giving them weapons. I, I mean, low. Hit the McFly drop for me. McFly! Oh, you wanted me to actually play the... The drop, yes. The drop. Oh, it should was going well. Uh, I kind of like performing it. Instead, hey, do it then. Mainly hey, because, hey, do whatever you. you Hello? Feel Hello? Anybody home? Hey! I think with flying fish. That's, That's you, what American, the American people all together should do. Well, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do this one more time, American people. Here we go. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey! I think with flying fish. Anyway, uh, had an saw an interesting, and, and, and I don't want to stay on politics too long, but I just want to dabble in this real quick. I'll invoke the name of Trump real quick. And I saw oh, an interesting Lord. conversation. I know. I saw an interesting conversation last night, though. You know, people people keep saying, I don't know any of these people who support Trump. And i got to be honest, I don't know any. I, I think I've seen one who said, well, he's not my first choice, but I'd vote for him. Yeah. And... I don't really know anybody, but he's apparently leading in the polls. So this leads me to two conclusions. Either A, these polls are, you know, wrong, and, uh, you know, we're being, being – well, yeah, and we're being uh, lied to, which, I mean, let's be honest, happens more than we want to admit. Or B, we're talking about a bunch of old folks who are just, you know, telling Republican Party line who who don't see through this man's, you know – Idiocy. Yeah. Wait, and nobody's saying he's a stupid guy. He's just saying stupid stuff. Like, obviously the guy didn't get to where he is by being dumb. Okay? Yeah. Obviously he didn't get to where he is by being dumb. But a lot of things he's saying are stupid, and so that is that is appealing to stupid people. And I'll go on record saying this. If you vote for Trump, if you support Trump, you are stupid. That was that's, um, that's um, just, you know, levels and levels and levels of stupidity, the likes of which I've never seen in my life. Just bear that in mind. If you say, if you are supporting Trump, you, stupid, dumb, dumb, that's you. I'm done now. Continue. Okay. Uh, uh, let's get up. Be terrible, and I, I don't think it's going to be this way. I don't know that Hillary's going to get the Democratic nod or the Democrat nod. Doesn't uh, look like it. it it's going to have to be Bernie, and you know, it, is Rand Paul going to get enough? A lot, a lot of time. Nod? A lot of time left in this game. A oh, lot yeah, of time left in this game. I'll tell you right now. I tell you right now, and and I know that people. I mean, there's a strategy to this and all that stuff. But I mean, right now, Rand Paul is my guy, and even if he is the, he doesn't get the Republican, he chooses a libertarian. I'm probably going to vote for him, just to be honest. 
I mean, that's that's where I, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Because I really can't. I can't. I don't know. It's you know, I'm kind of tired of you know having to vote for some guy that doesn't really have a shot. Even though you know, if I'm going to vote for a guy that doesn't have a shot, I'd much rather vote for a guy that uh, I, I can back fully. You know, or at least yeah. You know. yeah. Anyway. No, I hear Politics. you. You know. Fine. It, it it gets old. Uh, it gets old having to um, vote for people that you know are just are just liars and are not consistent with what they claim to believe. And and folks that are just going to uh, 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 toe Republican Party line or Democratic Party line and establishment politics that we've had over and over and over that have led us to where we are now. Wake up, people. This is crazy. Wake up, Blair. I can't. Oh. I'm Earl Pitt. Red, white, and blue need to go ahead and stand for something. You know what I'm saying? I like it. I'll tell you what. I've been I've been really doing a lot of uh, a lot of reading and uh, studying of uh, American history lately, and uh, well, you know, it's interesting because you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, and that's that's a little frustrating because you know you just want to you don't want to think about the the really bad stuff we've done, but you know it's. It's uh, it's about time that we quit making poor decisions and get back to doing what we do best. You know, and that's being the best. Checking Nazi behind. Oh, sorry. That's right. If we do not, if we do not kick some Nazi behind, I will set myself on fire. <laughs> oh, it sounds like we have a drop uh, that needs to happen. <laughs> Anyway, drop some dookie in my pants. I got a fire truck rolling by here. Y'all hear this? We're gonna keep. Uh, uh, we're gonna keep the people that tuned in. Either, not to either talk that's about a fire politics. truck. Either that's a fire truck, or here comes Scott Steiner. Everybody, hang on. Oh, and you got one of these. Uh, you got one of these uh, jackknobs who decides. Yeah, I know you pull over to the right side of the road to avoid the fire truck, but I'm just going to keep on going by and make you sit there. Thanks, guy. Okay. Anyway, fire truck, guys, not Scott Steiner. We're good. All right. We're moving on from politics so that we can yeah. talk about the actual topic of this show, the Royal Humble. The uh, Royal Humble. Cheeky we're, we're each going to pick ten guys because there's three of us and there's 30 people in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, there. We're going to pick 10 guys that we would love to see. And it doesn't have to be a professional wrestler. It can be a professional athlete. One of us can be Joe Schmo off the side of the road. We would love to see in a Royal Rumble, uh, in no particular order necessarily, the 10 guys we'd like to be in the pot. So who would like to start? I love it. Dude, I'll start. I'm going to start with uh, a guy, not a wrestler. Okay, not a wrestler. We're going with uh, 2001 Barry Bonds. So we're talking, you know, the uh, the enlarged feet, the size 16 hat, the whole nine. The guy's just ripped to shreds, jacked up on roids, hitting 73 bombs. All right, we're talking about that guy. Uh, throwing guys over the top rope, uh, 
swinging for the fences, if you will. Barry Bonds. Imagine the heel heat he'd have coming out there. Oh, man. People going crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. So you're going steroid abusing Barry Bonds. Or was it steroid? Yeah, we're not we're not talking Pittsburgh Pirates Barry Bonds. You know, hitting uh, 30 dingers and stealing 50 bags. We're talking about the guy <laughs> who's taking 150, 60 walks. And, uh, you know, swinging <laughs> for the fences. Was he actually convicted of being used up? Never convicted. But, uh, I mean, he's actually going to be uh, the hitting coach this year for your Miami Marlins. The Marlins? Of Anaheim. Wait. Of Anaheim. Roll tight to that. A beefed up Bro. Barry Bonds. Beefed up Barry Bonds. I'll tell you Bonds. what. I, this guy walks in yesterday uh, to the store, and I he's wearing a Bama hat, and I almost just yelled roll tight as soon as he walked in. Should have done it. I didn't. Uh, see, here, here's done. the issue that I – Here's the issue that I I, I, I I come across every time that I see somebody wearing the crimson and cream. Here's the issue that I get is I don't know if they're just bandwagon fans or if they're, you know, part of the fam. Mm. That is a tough call, especially in Missouri. Mm-hmm. So I just sometimes I say something and other times I just I hold my tongue. Yeah. Very nice. No me. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Don. Gonna give you yes, the next goal on the Royal Rumble. Well, uh, call me old fashioned. Call me old fashioned. This isn't old fashioned at all. Old I'm fashioned. Gonna be, I'm gonna be I'm going to be progressive. I'm going to be progressive and go ahead and make sure that this Royal Rumble is not sexist because all Royal Rumbles so far have been sexist. Katie Vick. Not true. Not true. Not true. China was in the Royal Rumble. Like I said, there have been no women in the Royal Rumble up until this day. Not true. Not true. Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix was in the Royal Rumble. I do like Beth Phoenix. Moving on. Katie Vick. Katie Vick. Was that her name, Fuzz? What was her name? I mean, you're invoking a name that is uh, not kind to uh, wrestling fans. but Not kind to wrestling yes. fans at all. That's why she's that there, her name. there to get her vengeance. She's in there to get her vengeance. She's going to throw Kane out? Glenn Jacobs? Well, hopefully, hopefully Triple H first and then Kane. Isaac Yankum? DDS. I mean, let's face it, she already, well, in, in a way, she did already get her vengeance because she completely, it's really a black spot on Kane's career. Hasn't she suffered enough? <laughs> Kane Vick tosses Kane out so. and he set himself on fire. Travis, do you remember that situation? Do you remember that story? I'm not going to repeat the whole thing, but do you remember that situation? Uh, I believe so. You know, I rewatched okay. that like a month or two ago. Just, I was like, 
I was like, all right, you know, I haven't seen it since it first aired. I got to see, was it as bad as I remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's not only is it as bad as I remember, it may be worse. Oh. Worse than I remember. I didn't it understand. Is, I didn't understand at that age. I understood. I understood how stupid it was, but now I look back, I'm I like, I understood it wasn't good. I knew really? it wasn't stupid, it wasn't good, but now I'm just thinking, how did this get passed? And I used it against Fuzz, and it went away, because he told me that, you know, he'd do a good job, and Triple H would do a good job in the future as head of the company, and I said, this is the guy you say is going to be good for the future of the company. Which, you know, he still may be, but that's just, that is one thing that kind of makes you go, well, I don't know. Bear in mind, he didn't have the book when that happened. He had influence, but he didn't have the book. He still doesn't have the book. But he's he's booking NXT, and he's here's the main thing you got to remember when it comes to NXT. A, it is a separate world than the main roster of WWE. And B, he listens to the fans. He has admitted he doesn't get it. He does not understand why these folks love this product as much as they do. Okay, but he listens to them. There you go. I mean, you're not going to see a you're not going to see a a a Katie Vick uh, incident on <laughs> on uh, NXT. That that is my bow to you. <laughs> All right, Travis, your uh, turn. The next topic comes on. We're introducing Katie Vick. <laughs> he listens to the fans. Uh, uh, my my Royal Rumble is is not necessarily on the funny side, but just because I love this guy more and more every time, uh, I'm gonna go with Bang Bang, Cactus Jack. Oh, I love it. I love he's it. one of the first ones. He's one of the first ones that came to mind when you even mentioned thirty entrants. We get to pick them. Big Cactus Jack fan. Would you guys agree? Best the best incarnation of of Foley had to be Cactus Jack. I would for me, say for that. Me it, was, it, it was close between him and early early Mankind. I don't know how I felt about Mankind later on, but early I liked yeah. it a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love Commissioner Foley. I love the goofy comedy. I love all that stuff. But if you're looking oh, yeah. purely from a a a wrestling standpoint and a uh, promo standpoint. Cactus Jack is is the guy. Oh yeah, that yeah. music, that entrance music, just yeah. that's that alone gets him a, a, earns him an entrance at the Royal Rumble because everybody that music when it hits is fantastic. Talking about the uh, WWF Cactus Jack music. Yes, yes. Just a side note, uh, and, and I, tell me, call me out on this. You may not agree, but I hate the dude love character. Hate the dude love character. Like. I'm better with it now than I used to be. But when it first was on, oh, I hated Dude Love. Hated it so much. Hated the dude. All right. I think I, I actually maybe well, a blinker. How you should use a blinker. Was. Dummy. Person's all surprised at me and giving me a look like, "What are you doing? You didn't use a blinker. I thought you were going straight." But anyway, move on. But you're up. I'm up? All right. My number two choice. Dude Love. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, the, the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Wow. 
Because imagine this man just German suplexing the mess out of people over the top rope. Just, just throwing them over. Which I hope will happen this Sunday. Is he in it? He's in it. Wow. Nice. Barry Bonds and Brock Lesnar. Barry Bonds and Brock Lesnar. Versus Katie Vick. Jack the Jack. The, just just watching just watching uh I would love to see Brock Lesnar versus Cactus Jack. Just this is the same. I know, just thinking of that. Just thinking that. Brock Lesnar versus Cactus Jack. Oh man. I like it. Why do people gotta come over into my lane? Why well, can't people just drive normally? All right, Tom Mateo. All right, Don Mateo. Uh, let's see. Good question. Wow. I'm tempted to go. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. Tough stuff. Let's go with a man himself. You know, one of my one of my uh, all-time tough guys. I'm going to go with George Washington. He's always my fallback. George Washington. <laughs> George Dub. Hard to go wrong. George Dub. You know he didn't. Hard. He didn't you know why he didn't smile? He didn't. His dentures were so bad That's why he didn't smile He didn't feel comfortable And for a while He just had like Rotting teeth in his mouth Man let a yeah. Man let a nation Everybody Let a nation Bad teeth Yeah He he would have been the, He might have been The greatest manager Of all time Yeah The greatest manager Of all time Who can galvanize People yeah. better Really The sad part is He wouldn't get elected Today because His teeth were bad Yeah, that's quite true. His teeth were bad. His teeth were bad. I will set my. If own. he does not, if he does not get a new set of dentures, set myself on fire. <laughs> set myself on fire. Fire. How about it? All right, whose turn is it? Travis, I think it's your turn. It would be my turn. Let's do this. I, uh, my all-time Royal Rumble entrant, number two, is Derrick Henry, ladies and gentlemen. Derrick Henry. Oh, boy. All six foot four, two hundred forty-two pounds. Heisman Poser, no. Oh, yeah. In fact, he brings it to the ring with him. Oh! Yes. Bringing the trophy to the ring. Foreign object, everybody. You guys are going with the heavy hitters. Hey, guys, I have to uh, run inside and drop something off real quick. So give me like five minutes. Discuss amongst yourselves, and I will return. That is Fuzz's coach for going to use the toilet. It's not, actually, for once. All right. right How sad is it that I also had that same thought? Pretty sad. We're sad brothers. So there you go. So uh, since Fuzz is away, we can talk about the uh, NFC AFC Championship games tomorrow. Oh right. Who do you right. like, God? Uh, Who do you like? Who do I like? Let's say we got the Broncos versus the Patriots. The Patriots are playing at Denver, correct? Yes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go even though I know this is kind of the death. It, it, depending on who we say, Travis, we know how this is going to go. It's going to go the opposite way of what we say. 
I'm going to go yeah. with the Patriots at Denver. That's saying something because I know they, you know, it can be difficult there in Denver. And uh, as far as the other game is concerned, I'm going to go. I think it, I believe it's Arizona Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, and that is me oh. hoping against hope. Me hoping against hope because I, at this point, I'm pretty much okay with anybody winning, but the Panthers. Call me a hater. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if you've played any teams, but uh, I've, I've simulated uh, the Fuzz and Travis simulation. And as right now, the fast simulation says it's going to be the Broncos and the Panthers playing in Super Bowl 50. Um, My goodness. You know, obviously we all, we all have our wants and desires. Um Either way, at this point, a former Alabama Crimson Tider is going to win a Super Bowl ring because uh, really? there are Alabama players on all four teams. Um, of course, of course, there is. My personal matchup, if I had a choice, I think I would go uh, with the Broncos and the uh, Cardinals uh, because I love Larry right. Fitzgerald. Right. I'd love to see him win one. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah, I agree. My head tells me that it's going to be a Patriots-Panthers party uh, in Super Bowl uh, 50. Ugh. But I really? do think that I do think the Broncos have a great chance. They have a great, um, you know, they have great defense. Uh, the problem is that there's this guy by the name of Rob Gronkowski. Who? Oh yeah. Almost unstoppable. Still healthy, right? Yeah, he's healthy. And, uh, you know, throw in the fact they have Julian Edelman back, too. And uh, that, that yeah. makes for a long evening. But if anybody can do it, it's the Broncos. Yeah. Certainly. Certainly. And uh, I'm, I'm probably going for long shots here. I, I realize that I picked two two teams that are going away, which is probably that bad formula. But, uh I, I agree with you. I, I actually, it's not even just that I dislike the the, uh, the Panthers. I really like the Cardinals. I've gotten I've gotten where I've gone fun. Yeah. I like the way they play, and yeah. I like uh, and I like like I said, I like Larry Fitzgerald a lot. He's a guy who has not gotten what he deserves. Like as far as his caliber and his character, he's not gotten what he deserves in the pros. And it's good that he has a team yeah. that he can can finally get behind him. You know. Yeah, I uh, I expect some good football. Um, like I said, I'll be pulling for the Cardinals and the Broncos. I got, you know, I, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if the Patriots went. You know, I know that's going to upset probably uh, Fuzz Nation, but uh, you know, I think you know, my heart says. I mean, I think Broncos, Cardinals. Probably, I know probably uh, people's first instinct is to say, "Oh, well, you don't like Cam Newton." You're, I've actually kind of gotten, I'm over the Cam Newton thing. Really, I've gotten kind of past it. I like to tease him a bit because he does celebrate like crazy, and the whole team seems like they spend so much time celebrating. But, uh, you know, it's really not even that. It's just, I've never really been a Panthers guy. And uh, as far as the Cam Newton, I'm, I'm I'm saying this, and I don't think it affects my opinion, but uh, I'm kind of past that whole the whole hating Cam Newton thing. I just don't have time for that, you know. Yeah. Uh, my wife Whitney is not past the hating of the Cam Newton, so <laughs> I imagine I imagine that's, she isn't. That's every reason in the world she doesn't want the Panthers to win. But at least uh, at least no, the undefeated streak is off the table. That can that almost makes me okay with them playing for the Super Bowl. I will be cheering against them no matter who they play yeah, in the Super yeah. Bowl. 
Well, I can I can say that a lot of it is because they're definitely up to like people just keep giving them all these accolades. They keep giving they keep talking about all these guys like they're the Seattle Seahawks, like they've won Super Bowls, like they've been great for years now, and it's just not yeah. true. They haven't done they haven't they've won a playoff game. I give them that or a couple of playoff games maybe at the most, but they haven't really you know won anything like they're claiming or they're acting like he's won. So that yeah. that does bother me. They they jump on that bandwagon really quickly, you know. The greatest thing since Bob Fred. And that smile. I would like to get something off my chest that I was thinking about before the show even came on. Uh, Let's do I it. remember. It's time it's time to for some people to eat pro. Uh, I remember specifically on the one show, pardon the interruption, I believe, Michael Michael Wilbaum, Wilbon, something like that. Uh I, I like the guy. I do like the guy. There you go. I thank you. I do like the guy. But he said he said show after show that Alabama did not deserve to be ranked because they lost a home game. They lost a home game. And I don't even think he barely even mentioned I think he mentioned it was Ole Miss. Now, don't get me am I mistaken or is it is it something that's just so awful about losing a home game? What's so bad about losing one single home game? Just because you're playing well, Don, home is not a given that you're going to win. Don, it all comes down to the following statement or phrase. Hashtag Bama fatigue. Everybody's tired of Alabama dominating some foos. And so they thought, everybody got their hopes up, you know. Alabama lost yeah. one miss at home. They haven't done that in years. So maybe, yeah. just maybe, we won't have to hear about them anymore. And instead, it just got their hopes up. And so they all got they all got their feelings hurt. Exactly. And I need to look up if he when he talked I know he discussed it at some point. But here's the thing here's the thing to counter that argument. Here here's what counters that argument. The Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Okay, we we put it up for several years now. We at Dynasty everything. We've won championships. We're proven we're the best so many times. Dallas Cowboys haven't done junk in years. And guess what? People even debate they have talked about so many times in the past few years if the Cowboys even have a home field advantage because they lose so much at home. But what do we hear every single year? No doubt, a few analysts saying Super Bowl Cowboys are going to win it every year. There's yep. somebody, several people saying Cowboys to the Super Bowl. So how come in the pros the the expectations are so different that you can just win lose multiple home games? If you lose one home game in the in college level college level where you're supposed to be dealing with kids, these immature kids, and yet there's no forgiveness for losing a home game. No mercy. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of, you know, double talk going on there. I don't accept that that was um, the whole um just, you know, levels and levels and levels of stupidity, the likes of which I've never seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, they were just praying and hoping that uh, yeah. you know we were done. Just like yep. Nick Saban said, you buried us after the Ole Miss game. Not happened. <laughs> Nick Saban. Nick Saban's never lost a game and then come back and won the championship at the end of the year. It's not like he's done that ever before. Yeah, it's true. It's true. How oh, I could just kill a man. That's not only he done it before, he's done it. He's done it with multiple teams. In fact, when I was in Cowboy Stadium uh, last week. And uh, there's actually a picture of me standing behind the podium at the 
at Dallas Stadium, AT&T Stadium, and uh, I gave the Nick Saban Ole Miss speech. Nick Saban Ole Miss speech. You buried us after the Ole Miss game. Oh, man. And then somebody said, hey, hey, you should do a Jerry Jones impersonation. And so I was like, I am happy to oblige. I was like, I spent all this money on on a stadium. I got one quarterback, and I can't win a game. (laughs) <laughs> My Jerry Jones. My Jerry Jones. Uh, Shout out to Jerry Jones, though. You got an amazing place. It's fun winning football oh, yeah. games there. You should try it out sometime. Was your trip to Dallas fruitful? It was fruitful. I didn't get. I, I left the sign, uh, the the let this be a sign poster, at home, and I was sad because it would have been perfect to use. Number one at Dealey Plaza, which I visited and took a picture of myself as the one-armed man on the grassy knoll, and the picture at AT&T Stadium with it. But unfortunately, uh, like I said, I left the poster at home. (laughs) Gentlemen, I have returned. I have returned. I have returned. Yeah. Just in time to name your next Royal Rumble entry. Uh, well, let me first say, I have never felt so insulted in my life for giving somebody a Christmas gift, albeit a little party. But I, uh, I got grief. Oh, thanks. Didn't even you said albeit a little party? Got it. But next year, that person you got that Christmas gift for. You should go to their house, ring the doorbell, punch them in the mouth on Christmas. Well, and then next year, they're right going to be not punching him in the mouth. So. What I should have done right now. I go out of my way. I go out of my way. Buy them a gift. And granted, left it on the. Uh, kept forgetting it when I left the house. But. Thought that counts, isn't it? Apparently not. Apparently it's wrapping paper and and timeliness. Listen, I don't have time to be timely with my gifts. I like it. I concur. Plus, who's your next entrance? Braun Strowman? Heavens no. My next entrance. <laughs> well, I want to know who you guys named uh, while I was gone. No one. We talked football. Oh. NFL football. Okay. Oh, good. Nothing I'm interested in. Okay, my there next entrance into the Fuzz and Travis Royal Rumble. You guys ready for this? Ready. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Sorry. Well, you just Stone saved Travis' selection. Steve Austin. Because, you see, it's my it's my hope that when Austin jumps in that ring, in that squared circle, he'll finally face off with the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. I know. Oh, yeah. I'll read your mind. I know where you're going with everything. You you can't surprise me. Nope. Doesn't matter. I don't need to because you're loving it, aren't you? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I mean, it's just, you know, you're, you're talking about two guys that just immediately bring the crowd to their feet as soon as the music hits. And two guys are just intimidating and, and aren't going to hold back against one another. Gosh, can you imagine? Can you imagine the, the beatdown that would take place in that ring? 
Absolutely. Poop and pants. That's everywhere. That's what the Royal Rumble is about. That's what the Royal Rumble is about. You got that moment. They just started, they just started chucking geeks out of the ring, you know. This guy's bodies are flying, and then all of a sudden, they bump into each other and turn around. And it's on like like Donkey Kong. <laughs> People's heads exploding. Pets' heads falling heads off. Heads exploding. Pets' heads falling off. Cats and dogs pants living together. Pants full of dookie. I mean, the whole nine. The whole nine. Now, have I mentioned this? I have actually seen a Royal Rumble. I don't believe so. You've seen a Royal Rumble live? 2012, I went to the Royal Rumble. And, uh, Don, I'd like you to take a second, and uh, if you can, or Travis, whichever one, take a second and uh, look up who won the 2012 Royal Rumble. I'm going to look at John Cena. Was it John Cena? No. Just, just take a look. Look it up. I'm rough. Yeah. I'm doing John it right Chana. here. Was it John Chena? No. Two thousand twelve Royal Rumble winner. Seamus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Buzz, did you get a did you get a refund? <laughs> I should Everybody have. Everybody get their money refunded because that's what should have happened. I should have, and you know what? It gets worse because he ends he ends up winning the Royal Rumble. Doesn't even main event WrestleMania, which hey, that's fine. That is a okay. Uh, the Rock and John Cena was far far better. Instead, he ends up the first match on the card. Uh, facing the world heavyweight champion at the time, Daniel Bryan, in a match that that uh, lasted less than a minute. Yes, yes, yes. So that's what he survived the Royal Rumble for. So I have I have a lot of uh, bitterness towards uh, young Mister o- o- O'Shaughnessy. Why did he win? Oh, he he beat Bryan in record time. Yeah. Yeah, this has been a point of contention with Daniel Bryan fans for quite a while. I forgot. I forgot he had won that match. Because this is about Man, the time the this movement started. My turn. I'm at that. Uh, You're let's up, go. <laughs> well, since Fuzz, since Stone Cold was the last entrant, and that music hits and everything, and Brock Lesnar and Stone Cold are going at it. Hulk Hogan, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man. Hulk Hogan. What people? What people have wanted to see, and now since it takes on a whole new light. You know, Dictionary defined racist term, Hulk Hogan. I mean, is there any chance the guy's going to be a face when he comes out? No. <laughs> no. Well, that's, oh, not true. that's not true. What part of the South is the Royal Rumble being held in? <laughs> Austin Woods in front yard. Uh, that would be the grassy oh, Noah's though. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it it really depends on where you're at. Atlanta, maybe not so much, but, uh, you know. It's in all Morales front yard. Hey, you know, ain't time yet. <laughs> so we have, a, we have a very interesting Royal Rumble so far. Oh, yeah. It's very interesting. 
I have two of the most controversial characters in wrestling history right now. A whole lot of steroids going on. <laughs> My number three entry into the Royal Rumble, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby, everybody. <laughs> Too soon. Wow. Too soon. No, not Bill Cosby. No. Wow. Not at Bill this point, at, at this point, the fans are hoping that Brock Lesnar and Stone Cold actually literally murder everyone in the ring. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's too soon on Bill Cosby. Too soon on Bill Cosby. Take it back. Wow. Uh, is it instead, ever going to be? Just, is it ever going to be timely enough to be able to say that? No, I don't think so. No. My next entry into the all-time Royal Crumble is going to be none other. Are you ready? Ready. Ready. Then the Undertaker. Oh man! Down. Ring the bell. Is it Hit the dong. Ding, ding, ding. I started to go to the Master of Disaster, Apollo Creed, but he's not real. Doesn't have to be real. Give me anybody. The Master of Disaster. <laughs> I mean, luckily, Kitty Vick isn't real. Thank God. <laughs> Believe me, if she uh, was, Bill Cosby would have been involved. Oh, oh, too soon. Ah. Kaz is here, everybody. Katie, have you met Bill? <laughs> Darn that Oh, man. Oh, this Royal Rumble is taking an ugly, ugly turn. It is terrible. It, it does occur ugly, to me that Hulk ugly, Hogan, ugly. It seems like Hulk Hogan decided to go go for an even bigger heel turn than the NWO. You're like, how can I top that NWO heel turn? This is the way to do it. Oh, I know, the N word. The N word. The obvious choice. Terry, Terry, right, brother, let me tell up. you. This is not the heel heat that you want. This is not the heel heat you want. This is not the heel heat you Do you guys even hear what he said? Uh, no. Not specifically, no. I heard he said, I heard it, he said something derogatory about The Rock. Did he, didn't he say he was, like, not talented, basically? I uh, don't recall that. Now, I don't know. I haven't heard everything he said, although The Rock did defend him. And really? And I not believe that, yeah, he, he's like, I don't believe he was a racist. I know he said that he is, but I don't think he is. He's like, this guy, you know, trained my dad, or helped train my dad or something like that, and he was really involved with my dad, or my dad trained him or something like that, and, Long and short of it is, The Rock said, "I, you know, people say stuff. I don't think he meant it. I don't think that's yeah. what's in his heart. And Fuzz with the next entrance into the all-time Royal Rumble. All-time Royal Rumble. Bigfoot. That's right. Sasquatch. Sasquatch himself. Sasquatch. Man, can the can ring even hold it all? I don't know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that uh, that that timer hits zero? Brock Lesnar and Stone Cold sit standing in the ring, and here comes the the uh, the big man himself. 
Sasquatch. Sasquatch. There'd be some Royal Humble awesome going happy. on, that's for sure. The Royal Humble. Indeed. All right, Don. Entry number four. Well, let's go with another man, uh, a great historical figure who was known to, to do some wrestling in his time. Abraham Lincoln, ladies and gentlemen. This is I'm beginning my all star presidential presidential team. Somewhat honest Abe. Abraham Somewhat Lincoln. Honest. If I don't win this election, I will set myself <laughs> on fire. And free the South. If I do slaves. I didn't realize that's what he what he said in his debates with Stephen Douglas. Yes. People just felt four score and seven years ago <laughs> I set myself on fire. <laughs> no, you didn't. You mean born, dummy. I realize I realize it is nature. Uh, this is off, completely off topic. It is nature that when someone who's worn a mask for such a long time finally takes it off, it's always disappointing. It always is disappointing. It was disappointing with Ray Mysterio. But when Kane took it, gosh, that guy's face, it, it's, oh. Being good. Ain't it's almost good. like he preferred. It, like, he would look better. Never mind. Anyways, but that face he makes, like the sneer, have you seen him do the lip curl? It's an awful oh, thing. Yeah. Well, the whole character just like, I don't know. You realize this guy's been on top for 20 years. Legitimately, legitimately has been main eventing. Main eventing for 20 years. Kane, in some form or fashion, whether it's Isaac Yankum, whether it's diesel, fake diesel. Well, I would say I would say it's peppered. Like his main eventing is very peppered. As in, it does not it is not certainly not consistent. Regardless, in some form or fashion, he's been in the main event picture for twenty years. I like it. Nice, I don't. I mean, if he's going to be there, at least do it right, you know. That's yeah, the thing with Kane. Is it could have been done right. Oh yeah, it, it, it was for a while. Thing. Yeah. So sad. So sad. Then he set himself on fire. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, all time <laughs> Royal Rumble entrant number four for Travis Creasy. That's right. I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey. Oh man. Let's do this. Oh. That, that arm bar. Great entrance. That arm bar, though. Rhonda Rousey. Imagine. Can you imagine her and Brock Lesnar just facing off? I mean, Brock would pound her into dust, but it would be fun. <laughs> yes. Now, I, I'm not against a man-on-woman violence, but, you know, that's that's the one. You're gonna do if you're gonna do an MMA fight between a man and a woman. That's the one. I just imagine a lot of people getting tapped out by Ronda Rousey, until obviously Brock Lesnar, who has some background in there on on her on that that whole sort of thing. Yeah, I mean I I, I, I need to 
Come in. I picture Abe Lincoln getting tapped out by Ronda Rousey, and it's interesting. <laughs> I imagine Bill Clinton getting tapped out by Ronda Rousey, too, but, you know, willfully, I suppose. Oh. Uh, Go ahead and come in that arm bar, honey. Uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. I kept it clean. I need to make Ronda Rousey on, on my wrestling, WWE 2K16. I need to make her up on there. That doesn't make it sound like a bunch of dorks here, does it? <laughs> no. Okay, anyone at this point who does not I, realize, any of our listeners don't realize that I'm a dork, that clearly, I'm a nerd, as you clearly, say? Clearly, I'm being facetious. You're a dorkfish. Fuzz, you're up. Number five. Oh, Actually, oh, yeah, number five. Numero five. Uh, let's go ahead and go with Slick Rick, champ, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Oh, man, there you go. Face Mountain versus, uh, well. You think Ronda Rousey's ever been on Face Mountain? Well, you never know. I you know what they say about Space Mountain, the oldest ride in the park, longest line. <laughs> Which I'm actually well, heading to Disney World. Not true. Not true. I'll certainly give you the idea that it's the oldest ride in the park. Indeed. <laughs> hey, uh, off topic a little bit, but uh, uh, I'll tell you what. I really, really like the ride Space Mountain at Disney World. Really good ride. That's a fun ride. Donatello, number five. <laughs> to quote Ric Flair, Herschel Walker. Yes, Herschel Walker is now the next entry in the Royal Rumble. How about that? Now we're talking. He's here, to take, he's here to take revenge against Ric Flair. Revenge. I like it. He's the Royal Rumble. He's still the one being featured in like exercise magazines and that sort of thing because he's still he's still in really good shape or something. Didn't he go into MMA? Am I mistaken? Please. Why he was thinking about it? He basically told the Falcons this year before training camp that he felt like he could come in and win a spot on the team. Still. Wow. I mean that's not true, but you know he can say they offered him a spot to try. Oh, yeah? Did he decline? I guess so. I never heard anything else about it. How about that? <laughs> I can make a, I can make a roster spot on, on the Falcons. Oh, yeah? Well, come in and try. Well, I'm sure that's how that conversation went. Well, I got stuff I got to do. <laughs> My number five, Royal Rumble entrant, Mike Tyson. Oh, man, Iron Mike. Mike Tyson. We're bringing out all the 80s hits. Iron Mike. Oh, I got I got one to knock your socks off on my next pick. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Just get ready. Just get ready. Oh, I think we're ready. Come on. Buzz Tyson. I'm going to go with a, probably not like a big name, but 
one that I could uh, that I think would be really interesting in there, and that's uh, Lord Stephen Regal. Oh, you stole mine. Oh, did I? I had, sorry. I had just thought about him on the last round. I'm sorry. No, that saves. No, that yeah. saves me a space. It means I can. It means I can go with somebody else. Oh, he's there. Oh, he is there. Stretching guys in the ring, going nuts. The guy, the guy has one of the most underrated submissions of all time. Absolutely. One of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. Oh yeah. He probably if we did an underrated wrestler list, he'd probably be my top top guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way to get him, him or Mr. Perfect. Nice. All right, Don, you're up. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, uh, let's get some more celebrities in there. Uh, see if we didn't have enough. Conan O'Brien, ladies and gentlemen. Conan O'Brien? Oh, yeah. Got to get some comedy in there. I know. I like it. Hey, you, you imagine know, Brock Lesnar big... giving a German suplex. Taking taking <laughs> Coco. The Suplex City. <laughs> Fun fact: Conan O'Brien actually did a Clueless game. He does a Clueless Gamer segment where he plays. He uh, he tries out new video games. He played WWE 2K15, I believe. Did he? He did. It's very funny. Let's check that out. Let's do it. Right, Travis, blow us away here. Let's blow blow us away. Are you ready? Ready. If I'm not mistaken, this guy has been on the Royal Rumble before. I don't think he was in the Royal Rumble. Pete Rose. Pete Rose, everybody. Bowl number 14. Pete Rose. So, uh, where did Pete Rose and Barry Bonds play into all this? we need, we got to have the them square king. off of it. The head king and the home run king. <laughs> I like it. You'd be a great tag team. Or, or oh, man, can you imagine if uh, Pete Rose was Barry Bonds' manager? <laughs> nice. Barry just flexing the, uh, the 24-inch pythons, you know? Talk about heels, man. Oh, man. Heels great of the baseball. Love it. Greatness personified. Much like the Fuzzy Love Show it. personality personified. We do what we can around here. Yeah. We do what we can. Am I the only one who thinks that, that phrase is funny? I mean, I like it. it. Don, what do you think? The the phrase greatness personified? No, no, no. The, the phrase that I've used to describe the show, personality personified. Oh, I like it. I think it would be like a great T-shirt, just the sentence with a period on the end. Makes me, makes me laugh. I think part of the reason it makes me laugh is because I think a lot of people don't get it. Oh, you know no. I mean? Tons of people don't get it. Buzz, you're up. I'm up. All righty then. So I thought long and hard about this one, and uh, I think it would... I think it would uh, be really interesting to see my main man, Gandhi. That's right. Mahandi. In the squared circle. I like it. 
in the squared circle, doesn't want to fight anybody, trying to get the belt. See him uh, work his way out of this one. Now he's a Jedi, correct? Uh, you could say that. Say that. Modern day uh, Jedi. Mind trick. I'll tell you what, if Star Wars allegedly took place a long, long time ago, then what does their technology look like now? Yeah. And what's a long, long that. time ago? Is that like three, four hundred years, or is it like 25 years, or what? Well, I would uh, I would love to get your thoughts on the movie after we've, we've finished uh, for the day. But uh, am I next? You're up, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get my guy in there. I actually kind of uh, spoiled it last round. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Perfect. There you go. Mr. Perfect. Go ahead. Finish it. What? (laughs) Finish it. The song. Finish the music with my... All right, move on. Never mind, Don. Missed the point. All right. Yep, completely. Up next for my entrance, <laughs> Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Nice. Get over here. The role of Scorpion would be played by Steve Borden, a.k.a. Sting. I like it. I'm, I'm just kidding. Travis, Travis trying to get me to cheer against my own team here. Well, I do what I can. You know, I don't guess we're necessarily in a competition, although my guy, one of my guys is going to win, but, you know, whatever. And I don't know. I picked Austin, Lesnar, and Bigfoot. I'm just saying. Da, 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 da. There we go. It'd be hard to topple those guys. And Flair. Jeez, I forgot about Flair. Slapping the figure four leg lock on Ronda Rousey. Tom's got Katie Vick and uh, Dude Love over there. <laughs> All right, Fuzz, you're back around. I'm back around? All right. Yep. Bill Braski is a son of a gun. Bill Braski. Bill Braski. Like Bill Braski. Bill Braski. Nice pull. He taught me how to love a woman and scold a child. I would like to sing this uh, tutoring. No, trust me, you don't. You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to see it. Don. Well, we have a fun. We haven't had enough. Uh, let's say Japanese representatives here, so I'm going to go with one. And good luck uh, putting this onto your Twitter account. And, and Fuzz, correct me if I'm saying this incorrectly. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura is correct. Because he immediately nice. improves any match. The king of strong style. Who we will I welcome like with open arms. We'll welcome with open arms to <laughs> WWE land. Be soon. Shinsuke? Spelled Shinsuke. It's pronounced Shinsuke. 
Nakamura. Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, forget if you. it's easier for you, just write down the king of strong style. The strong yep. king of strong style. It may not be easier, but we'll we'll give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could have said Shigeru Miyamoto, but that's where I where I thought you were going. But uh, <laughs> Shinya Togi Makabe. I still have two picks in my pocket, I believe. Two or three. Tomohiro Ishii. Royal Humble. Of course, then there's the classic Kazmat Tsui. That's pretty easy. But you got Travis. Who have I got? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know after trying to look up how to spell that name. Completely (laughs) flabbergasted. Completely flabbergasted. But I'm going to go, I'm going to pull the card. Predator. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Brock Lesnar and a German suplex predator. I'm down. It's getting a little... Between Scorpion and Predator, it's getting a little violent in there. Brock Lesnar may be the only one who can beat Predator. Possible. If anybody's going to. Of course, nobody... I didn't say Apex Predator, so this is the Predator. And right. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I mean, Brock Lesnar really under back up. So if anybody's going to beat Predator. My turn. Oh, I'm 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 pulling the Fuzz and Travis Trump card, and I almost feel bad about doing this. But uh, we're going with Chris Farley. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Between, between, yes. Between Conan and Chris Farley, uh, we're never going to stop laughing. Can you imagine well, Chris Farley getting into the Royal Rumble? Brock Lesnar standing there, and Chris Farley gets down in a three-point stance. Spear. Blue 42, blue 42, tries to tackle him. Well, as soon as they as they collided, my head would explode, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. You would not be seeing any of it. By the way, the SNL contingent strong on this one. Bill Brasky, Chris Farley, Conan O'Brien. Definitely. Big team. Big team. All right, Don. Well, I've got to pick someone who's going to be the ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate neutralizer to Predator. The only man who can beat it, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. <laughs> now, Danny, Danny Glover drove Miss Daisy, right? Yes. What? Gotcha. <laughs> this joke, a little everybody. Bit more, Don't get you a little bit more heavy on the entertainment this year. A little bit. Hey, but that's what we got. That's what we got. My main man Brock in there, giving a taking Danny Glover to Suplex City. Taking him. Alright, my Can number next is on that man's face. My number next is a follower of ours on Twitter, as far as I still remember. Joe Bob Riggs. Joe Bob nice. in there, buddy. Love it. Nice. Joe Bob Riggs. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar taking Joe Bob Riggs to Suplex City. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. Uh, Danny Glover's getting too old for this. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Oh, I've I've got Nate's in the hole right now, guys. I hope you're ready. Is this the last round? I believe this is the last round. I've got one that disintegrate everybody, including Lesnar. Come on down. That's a beast. All right, Fuzz, this is your last card. Uh, I've used up a lot of good ones, and uh, I'm going to go back to a a wrestler now. And uh, that's going to be... Probably the baddest man on the planet, legitimately. Uh, a man who's going to give Brock Lesnar a run for his money. I don't care what you call him. If you want to, if you want to call him Meng or you want to call him King Haku, either way. The Mingster. Was Mingster. he ever the in a Royal Rumble? Uh, yeah, in fact, I think it was 2001 or 2000, maybe. He made a return to the uh, WWE and uh, entered the World oh, Rumble yeah. surprise. The Togan Death Grip. That may be, that may be my, the, greatest, the greatest face ever while delivering a finisher. That face and the head bob you would do. By the way, he joined the Bullet Club in New Japan, so he's back. Did he really? Yeah. He's in Bullet Club right now. Well, yeah. Well, Fuzz, your your pick falls on deaf ears because of my pick. Okay. And I must say, uh, not only is it Gary Busey, wow, but it's it is Colonel Drake Savage from Colonel Black Sheep. Drake Savage. Mr. <laughs> missile launcher and all. To start barking fire. Missile launcher and all. Oh. Drop the bomb on the rocket. I don't even know how I can get. You know, you know what made me think of him? The fact that he was a villain in Lethal Weapon. And who's in Lethal Weapon? Danny Glover. Drop the Drop the mic. Drop the mic. I, uh, I, I can imagine Colonel Drake Savage getting in the ring standing toe-to-toe with Mr. Lesnar and uh, cutting the promo he uh, he cuts in Black Sheep on David Spade on Lesnar. Well, Chris, we've already had a taste before because Chris Farley does wrestle that guy in that movie. There you go. There you guys are ready? Time to the last entrance in the all-time Royal Rumble. The Iron Sheik. Sheiky baby. The Iron Sheik. Iron. <laughs> well, it turns out the Sheik and Hogan have more in common than we realize. Back yeah. In the day. How about that? Neither well, are afraid to drop a few slurs. I actually heard an interview with uh, somebody recently where they were uh, going over this this promo that Iron Sheik uh, cut at a, uh, a show. And it, the show was attended by a bunch of Jewish folks, is the uh, is the long and short of it. And he just goes out there 
and they told him he's working heel, and he goes out there and cuts a promo on the Jews, and then comes back and is like, that was a great promo, wasn't it? They're like, uh, uh, what did you just do? You can't say those things. Wasn't exactly an Austin 316 moment, huh? Not exactly. But I'm sure everybody loved it. The question I have so, is, what did you yeah. expect? Right. You know, exactly. Yeah, you're paying for the sheik. You're getting the sheik. Yeah. You think he's going to get You think he's gonna get better about that stuff as he gets older? No. Yeah. I mean, this guy's brain is gone. Just be honest. Yeah. All right, Travis, do you have the list in front of you of uh, the Royal Rumble? Yeah, just a second. Let's see. All right. Let's, uh, let's run up. that down top to bottom real quick. The Fuzz and Travis Royal Rumble. All right, here it is. Uh, in no particular order, because we didn't pick how these guys would come out. And this is from the last uh, to the first. The Iron Sheik, uh, Colonel Drake Savage a.k.a. Gary Busey, Ming, the real Joe Bob Briggs, uh, Danny Glover, Chris Farley, Predator, uh, King King of Strong Style, uh, Bill Brasky, Scorpion, played by Sting, uh, Mr. Perfect, (laughs) Gandhi, Pete Rose, Conan O'Brien, Stephen Regal, Mike Tyson, uh, Herschel Walker, Ric Flair, Ronda Rousey, <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Abe Lincoln, honest Abe, Bigfoot, uh, or AKA Sasquatch, The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, uh, let's see, Steve Austin, don't call Steve Austin, uh, who makes like every list we've ever made. Uh, yeah. let's see. Da, 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 da. Derek Henry, Heisman Trophy winner. Derek Henry. Uh, George Washington, Brock Lesnar, Cactus Jack, Katie Vick, <laughs> and uh, Barry Bonds. I believe that was the first pick overall. As soon as you just reading those so seriously, by the time we got to Danny Glover and Predator, <laughs> Predator, yeah, Predator, is the one that got me. I'm like, okay, this is a little uh, over the top. <laughs> well, over the top, Battle Royal. There you go. There you uh, go. With, uh, with special guest referee, uh, actually, he might actually be an announcer. I think uh, Jr. and Ernest P. World. Should be the announcers for the Fuzz and Travis All-Time Royal Rumble. Uh, why did Why did the WWE, even as a gimmick for one night, not get Jim Varney to do a commentary? Because they were too busy getting Leslie Nielsen to uh, look for uh, who was it? Adam. He was looking for some wrestler. Was it Barry Windham? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I mistakenly left By the way, Macho Man. That was a mistake. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. You guys probably aren't going to think this is as great as I do, but I think it would be such a great yet terrible indie wrestling gimmick 
to come out in like MMA gear and call yourself Roger Rousey. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it'd be funny. It's, oh, so Fuzz, what do you think of Star Wars? Three and three quarter stars. Didn't blow me away, but it was a good movie. Uh, really good cliffhanger. Really good cliffhanger. So that three and three quarter out of ten, or? Uh, it's three and three quarters out of a hundred. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I've never given a movie uh, more than four stars out of a hundred. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I was just I was being uh, facetious. Facetious. We never did our con our con rating. Sadly. Con. Yeah. Gus Malzahn. You guys ever given a bowel movement a con rating? I uh, dude, so I get off the plane the other day, and I finally get home, and I and I, I gotta go, I gotta go, and let me tell you, my BM filling back to mode. I just, I think it was the change in altitude that brought everything down. Like right now. Dropping bombs. Yeah. They just, I mean, steaming pile is uh, what you would definitely call it. Did you get lit um, and wrestle by Brock Lesnar on the plane? I wish. Oh, man. (laughs) So, Fuzz. I wish. um, I know you. I know you said earlier you don't care, and I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and guess you're pulling for the Broncos over the Patriots tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. What about the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, and the uh, Carolina Panthers? Uh, kind of conflicted on this one. Uh, not really. I want the Cardinals to win. Gotcha. I, I just can't stand Cam Newton to be happy. Yeah. Well, even without knowing it, you just agreed, like, with both of us that that's what we'd like to see. So, there you go. You know what? I got no problem with the Carolina Panthers, but Cam Newton's just a turd. There you go. This is. Happy birthday. It's like LeBron James. It's like, respect your talent, but you're such a turd. Justin Bieber, respect his talent, but he's a turd. Eric Ferguson. these people who are always highly talented, and I'm just like, eh, I think I'm just going to, you know, be a moron. I guess the question would be, what about those of us like me who aren't very talented and are still a turd? <laughs> Everybody's got their burden to bear. Roll Tide, guys. It's good to be champs again. Indeed. How about that? Always good. Always good. Ring uh, is looking before we head nice. out, Fuzz, as we as we transition, because you know none of us really care about the National Basketball Association. Uh, no, Don's a, NHL, Don's a big fan. The NHL's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's what's your outlook for the 2016 version of your St. Louis Cardinals? For the 2016 St. Louis Cardinals, uh, hey, listen, my main man, Tsunami, uh, Carlos Martinez, last Sunday night at the Baseball Writers Association of America St. Louis Chapter Awards Dinner in 
somewhat broken English, guaranteed a World Series victory this year. Guaranteed. And if it's good enough for Tsunami, it's good enough for good old FH. Cardinals are winning the whole daggum thing. I'm on board. I'm on board. It's January 23rd, 2016, and Fuzz is calling it World Series champs. I mean, I think I've, uh, I'm on a pretty good streak of, of predicting the Cardinals to win the World Series. So, w- why why not one more year of predicting uh, a championship? Why not why not again? Let's do it. You know I'm down. I always have such a hard down. time going against them because then at the end of the year, if I don't predict them, then I'm just like, eh, you didn't predict them. You weren't there. We're going to be there. This is what I'll say. We're going to be there at the end. Going to be there at the end. We'll be one of the one of the survivors. That's for sure. Well, let me tell you, you two guys are wonderful people, and I've missed you. Hey. And it's good to be back on the show. <laughs> Looking forward to the next one already. Not sure when that's going to be. Uh, we'll be previewing. We'll preview the Super Bowl at some point. Go ahead, Don. Can I? Can I can I go ahead and give a quick shout out? Absolutely. Travoin Bo- Boykins, is that how you say his name? Travon Boykin. Travon Boykins? Yeah, there you yeah. go. From uh from TCU. Shout out to yeah. having a cool name. There you go. Boykin. There you go. Yeah. Travoin. Hey, Pat Reminds me of you guys have a good night. Have a good, good night, night everybody. Be careful. Good night, Y'all be careful. We're going to. Like straight up bowels. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.